What's up? I wanted to follow up with a little pod post the vid. Now, hopefully, uh, this will be able to be on YouTube. But, uh, you know, like, again, I don't I never set out to have a Patreon, but I feel really good about a month ago. I felt like shit. Where to begin? When I got to COVID, I was like everybody else. Um, I didn't get it for so long. When I got it again, the Omicron, very contagious. I started feeling symptoms on the 18th of December. I retraced my steps. I went to the hospital. They said they didn't have any outbreaks. I went to the comedy clubs. They didn't hear me outbreaks. A lot of comics, but none when I was around. So I don't know where I got it, right? <laughs> Not COVID. As you know, I don't have that uh, that jab. And the reason I don't have that jab is because uh, I have a long history of uh, being in and out of hospitals. I've had medical problems. Just so you understand, I have a pacemaker. I've had that since I was 14 years old. Uh, I have on and off atrial fibrillation, uh, which has come back in the last year. Not that bad, but when it's bad, it hits. Uh, I only have one kidney. Uh, I got that removed when I was 24, and then I had a melanoma at 34, and I, I you know, got that cut out. It wasn't so every 10 years I had some kind of thing. So I was like, oh, I paid my dues to the health gods, you know. You know, I saw too many side effects with heart, and so I was like, I don't want to get this. It's the only reason I don't want to get it. And of course, no one talks to you about it or asks you. So I went to my doctor, who's very accredited, very good, and he told me, hey, it's up to you. You can decide. You probably should get it, but I'm not going to force you. And he told me that, uh, so there was a guy on Rogan who was like an Australian guy, again, fucking with Aussies, and he was a reporter. And he said, myocarditis, if you get myocarditis from the jab, there is uh, eight times more, eight times more likely to get it if you have the Rona. So my cardiologist is, a very, very, very good cardiologist. He's fucking a worldwide, like he speaks at conferences around the world. I forget that guy's name on Rogan, but it was the guy that everyone said pushed back on Rogan. And um, he said, oh, no, it's uh, even, it's 50-50. Uh, no, no, no. He said it's eight times more if you get COVID to get it. So my doctor is a cardiologist. All that said, that's not true. So my doctor uh, boarded in about three different things, if you know what that means. So there is, again, the misinformation that the left is saying Rogan pushed back on that misinformation and they said he was wrong. He was right. That reporter is wrong, according to my doctor. My doctor says it's about a 50-50. You get it? You can get myocarditis. If you get the jab, you can get it. It's the same amount of risk. So when he told me that, when I went to visit him, I I was thinking, oh, okay, man, think about that. But I'm like, if I don't have it now, why put that risk in my body? And I wasn't getting it for almost two years, this pandemic. And then the Omicron came and it became this whole fucking thing. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I got it. Um, one of the other reasons I didn't get it is because I did an antibodies test. I didn't have any. And I was around so many people that had it. And the, the nurse practitioner said, you know, you could be a 10 percenter. We don't know. That doesn't get it. But you have no antibodies, you haven't gotten it yet, and it's almost two years. And then um, she also told me on, off the record that there's something in your blood, I oh, forget, you know what it is, you hear all these different terms, that they spike. 
not the proteins, but, and when you have the COVID, your natural antibodies spike. So some people can get the booster. And if there's X amount of this thing in your blood, that's an antibody. And then added with their antibody, it could kill you. You can look it up. I forget the name of it, but she said, I will never say that on record, but it's true because she doesn't want to get fired, which is fucking nuts, right? So if you have natural immunity and then you get boosted on top of it and your levels of this certain thing are in your immunity, the booster can add too much. So the booster can also probably be very good for you, but you know, whatever. Right, so if I if I'm walking around and I haven't had it and I'm feeling good, I'm like, why do I want to just bring these unmitigated risks into my life? Right, like I've been flying, driving, all this shit. So, but I was like weighing it, but I don't, I don't want to do it. But I was like weighing it, but I was like, eh, it's just too weird, and the shakes and the Bell's palsy and the fucking this and the fucking testes, all, all the stuff they won't tell you is true, but it's like, you can talk to many people about it. The, the reduction of fucking, you know, how many people can go stir, a lot of stuff. So I didn't get it. And then I got the cron over Christmas. You know, they said, oh, it's a mild thing. Maybe it was mild for people who are unvaccinated. Uh, it was not mild for me. Like it was definitely, I don't know how much was weighed in because of all the stuff, but I have to tell you, like, when I got it, I I was uh, scared. I was like, oh, God, what does this mean? Is this death? You know? And let me just go back before I talk about it. Myocarditis, there's three outcomes that my doctor said. So I basically believe it's an enlargement of the heart. So one outcome is your heart enlarges and it goes back down and you're okay. The next one, uh, it's so bad, it can kill you. And then the one in the middle, which is not great, which is it can scar it so bad that the point of no return isn't great. So it can nag on forever or weakening your heart or it can go so bad, but where you're alive, but scarring is too much and you, and you have to get a transplant. So basically what you can hope for myocarditis is get it if you get it and then it doesn't affect you that bad and goes away. So it's not great. But now I've had issues with ejection fraction because of, I don't know, my heart and stuff, and that's, you know, the amount of times that blood is pumped, and basically, you want to be around 50. Now, I've had mine at about 39, which isn't great, but my my doctor's like, you're so energetic, you do so many things, you never faint, how do you feel like that? And I go, I don't know, dude, I'm just like, if I ever feel weird, I I just breathe, I sit down for a second, but I kind of like fucking power through it, because I don't even know what's happening, and then over the pandemic, I went to the hospital, because I was having like, some fluttering was the one time I went and he's like, yeah, actually injection fractions improving. So maybe, you know, you can get your heart can, and I didn't have myocarditis, but your heart can. So I just did another whole test called an echo and I'm going to see, but I haven't got any calls. I'm thinking it might be good. So when I got the, 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 the Rona, I just want to go through it because I was, it was very, you know, you start with the snifflings and the sneezing. I never had coughing, never, not one cough. It was like, whew. never had a breathing issue. Like, I had terrible, terrible, weird, spotty, like spiky feelings in my head, which I guess is a headache, but it felt like snot noses of packets of like mucus and stuff. I've never had a fever, which was super lucky. But my body was really hot. Like my body, like there was a war in my body. And I felt, like I said, like aches. Like there was bone, my, my shoulder. I couldn't lift my shoulder. My, my 
bones were just deeply in pain and my cartilage and and achy and just that's all I can say. Like it didn't feel natural at all. It just felt like felt like little metal men. I'm sorry, I know. Nano, whatever the fuck you want to say, man. So and then that went away. And then there was a tiredness the next day. And that didn't go away. And then I couldn't sleep for like three days. Just I was just just never could get comfortable because it was I felt like I was sleeping on spikes and the, I felt like I kept falling backwards and backwards and backwards. When I found out I was positive, it was the day it was like bad. Like I thought, oh, I beat this. I'm gonna go to the next thing. And then a new symptom came, and then I was like, oh, I beat that. So, but the symptoms would go away, and the new one would pop up. So I'm like, this is weird. It's just not going away naturally. So I got all the concoction of all the stuff that you're not supposed to get if you're not vaxxed. And I'm like, I'm going to see if I can just beat it, right? Like, I wanted to, like, test it, right, to see as, like, a science experiment. And uh, I got that oxygen thing, which was, like, the greatest security blanket. And and it was fucking me up. So Alyssa, who, you know, lives with me and taking care of me, very young, healthy as fuck, type O, she fucked around and was like, I'm not worried about that. And she got it. And she got bad cough, bad fever. Not too bad, about 101. And um, then she went down. And then I ended up being taking care of her. She was achy, but she still has this nagging little cough. So I was like, uh, I was like, what is this? Like the day before Christmas, like Christmas, I saw, I took the other test. And everyone says it's a shitty test. I was negative, so I felt good. Then I took the shitty test again, and it said positive. I was a little scared, but I was like, ah. And I took the really good test. They say the Binax. And then I was fucking definitely positive right away. And Alyssa was negative. So I'm like, oh, damn. But she started getting any symptoms. And then a few days later, we both took it. The Binax, we found one. And she definitely positive. So I just want to say that, like, the, you know, the good news is that everybody had it. The bad news is I was scared. Now, how scared was I? Uh, I'll tell you. So there was a day... Where my appetite was gone. I had no, no desire to eat. Never felt sick. I went to the toilet some, but not that much. I had zero drive. Like, I didn't care about anything. And I didn't want to do anything. And that's what was nuts. Like, I didn't even want to get out of bed. And I'm like, what's the point? And it was all raining. And it was cold. And it was dark. And it was over Christmas. And I couldn't get, like... I'm like, and everybody seemed to have it. So it was like, I just couldn't do shit. And I'm like, this is just all going to just melt. Like everything looked like it was going to melt in LA. And then I knew I sold my house and I'm like, oh no, how am I going to move? I don't have any fucking energy. Like I clean a dish, take a nap. And, you know, a nurse I knew had it, you know, a, a nutritionist I knew had it. So I was getting all these different inputs, you know, my lawyer's. His wife had it. We're all, so, you know. So the biggest thing is I would watch football. I started loving football. I'd watch a little bit. I would just fall asleep. I was just fucking old lady. Like, Alyssa would fall asleep, you know. I drank a ton of broth, a ton of teas. And that was, like, enough to fill me. And then, like, I tried to eat a little bit just to, but I was losing weight. And 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 another thing was every day I was foggy. I was like, I'd get up. I looked like I was yellow. And I'd be like, I couldn't like see all the way my eyes I just felt fucking foggy you know there was one day that I was extremely scared 
not extremely, but like I couldn't go to the hospital because I knew that they were turning people away, especially if you don't have the vizzle. And they were like, here, just take some fucking Advil. Like, you just got to go wait it out, you know? And they were saying, like, oh, this isn't a bad strain. I'm thinking, what's a bad strain? Like, it wasn't a bad strain where I was like, <laughs> but I, and I never had that. But I was just like, just like, you know, like stuffed. And like I said, I have atrial fibrillation, which means your heart has erratic beats. And I've had it. I've been in other countries and my heart rate was low or I could feel my heart beating on my chest. And it was just something I got used to until I had a, uh, a procedure, an operation called an ablation, which is amazing. Basically, I could take you through it. Your heart goes like this. Jink, 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 jink. Right? Atrial fibrillation goes. So it doesn't really pump. The blood doesn't really leave, right? And it just kind of hangs, which if it's thick, then it'll fucking clot. You get a clot, it goes to your brain, dead or heart, brain damage, all that shit, right? That's what a lot of people are getting when they get, you know, they talk about clotting a lot, right? So luckily my doctor put me back on a warfarin, and my blood is actually too thin right now, which is good, but I'm not bruising enough, not bruising so much, but you want to be thin right now. In this world, you want to be thin. You want your blood to be too runny. I know it's not super runny, but just enough that you don't clot, right? Trust me. So you go like this. It doesn't go anywhere. It just kind of hangs out. It pools, and then when it pools, it starts, you know, like paint. So an ablation is your heart is doing this and this and this because it's getting all these different signals. An ablation, let's just say there's 50 highways that's giving different signals and your heart's not beating correctly. Inflation cuts all the highways off. So a process called scarring. So it scars, 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 scars. And it redirects all the energy, the electrical impulse in your heart down to one, like the 405, one main thoroughfare. And it's a life changer. You don't have to be on any fucking pills, a bunch of pills to suppress it. It's, a, it's the best, right? You go in, you're out in a day, you're off a fucking, you're on some type of fucking fluid. It's awesome. And you're, and you're good. Very minimal scarring. And it's fucking amazing. And and I've had two procedures. The first one was long, pretty intense. Second one was less. It's called spot welding. And I've had that about 12 years ago. And so probably what's happening is a couple of things is very common to people. They pop, right? Your scars pop. Impulses get through and they start fucking with your beats again. I'm giving you a medical, but it's, I'm breaking it down pretty simply for you. So I basically need another like a little... We'll see. I could just be having an episode, but I could have some spot welding that I need, which is going to be interesting in this climate. So I'm waiting to see if I have to do it. So that's why I've been doing all these tests. But doing all these tests at the hospital, they test me for everything. And uh, so there was one day, and I don't check my heart regularly, so I wouldn't know if this was happening anyway. Because when I have AFib, I feel like, like there's an anvil in my chest. And there was one day I woke up and I felt like, oh, not the breathing, just, oh. Now, my oxygen never went below 97, so I felt really good. I know you have to, like, be above 90, right? So it never went below 97, so I always felt like, well, I'm getting enough oxygen, so that's fine. But my heart felt, I felt like my legs were cold and it was pooling my blood. I was like, I was like popping these warfarins, which thins your blood, right? And um, 
I look, and I wouldn't have had this before, but since, you know, I was on this fucking stuff that you're not allowed to take, you know, the Iver, I, they gave me the stuff, and they monitored yourself, so I started monitoring myself, so my oxygen was always good, but my heart rate, I looked on it, and it was 41. Now, that's not great. My heart uses about 65. A good athlete's about 50-something, but mine's at 65 because it's kind of set there. Maybe 70. But anything, you know, below 60. So I'm like, oh, fuck. And I felt weird. It wasn't like, you know, a misreading. I felt weird. But the good news is my heart rate, it's a 41. It was 46. And it was a 44. It was lingering. So I just fucking, it's like, this is not good. Like, this fucking virus or whatever it is attacks what's bad in you. Like, it, Alyssa has asthma, attacked her asthma. Another guy I know has asthma, attacked him. Like, different people have different things. So I was like, so I just fucking laid there and she was sick and she was scared and I'm scared and she's coughing and I'm like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? And I just got to fucking wait it out, right? And then at some point I just got so paranoid. I got fucking mad paranoid. Never get like that. And I just get up and just start walking. I'm like, I got to breathe this out, you know? And then I go and my heart rate's not better. It's not to where it is, but it's like 60 now. So sometimes if your heart is erratic, it'll go like, it'll say like 48 and then it'll go to 72 because it's erratic. But this wasn't doing that. It was slowly getting a little better, but I was also getting into it. So maybe I was just pumping it up. So I just was warming up my legs, rubbing my legs, just walk around. And then I just fucking like, Got tired and went down and just like, it was like, I got to just, I just box breathing. You know what that is? It's like in for four, hold for four, out for four, just to try to get some kind of normalcy. And, uh, you know, eventually I got through it. And a couple hours later, I checked my heart rate and it was about 65. So it was like leveling off, you know, luckily. So I go to my doctor and then every, and then every day after that, everything got a little better. Like, and just to let you know, before I had all my help, like, you know, better living through chemistry, you know, pacemaker, which I used to think was freaky, but now it's just, I was just the beginning of augmented AI. Like, we're all going to have, like, metal and shit in us. But, you know, as a kid, people call you a freak or whatever. And uh, I I had a heart. I used to play baseball, and I used to have these monitors on. I just couldn't run. I would run, but I was slow. Not, like, slow, just like, <gasps> people were like, man, dude, you got to fucking get better shape. I remember the lowest I ever saw my heart rate was 29. And that's not great. <laughs> and I was in my kitchen. And I, you know, it went to, went up to like 40. But my heart used to sit at around 42. I used to live with a 42, right? So when I saw 41, I hadn't seen that since I was a teenager. Now, it could have been a wrong reading. It could have been ever. But, like, I had a 29. I saw 29. And, um... I thought it was this low, and I was like, that's super fucking low. But then, it, you know, I had these moments, and then it was, it was around 42 always. That's when I started getting, so, started getting this thing. So, you know, I didn't know enough to know if 29 wasn't good. I know, like, athletes are, like, 52. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm in good shape. So, so I was nervous because I was like, is this going to fucking attack me in my weak point, my, is it fucking giving me the mitochondria? Is it doing this, all this stuff? And I was already having this problem starting to reoccur like six months ago. I was fucking feeling great up until about six months ago. 
I don't feel terrible, but just just little things start happening. So I guess the oxygen on the thing shouldn't go below 90. And uh, I mean, Alyssa was like 86, and that's not great. But she was fine. She was just, you know, breathing slowly. And a buddy of mine, he showed me his picture. He was 78. And he was like 78 for like three days. And he's like, I, I probably have to go to the emergency room, but I don't want to do it. And then it slowly got better. So he, that's really bad, apparently. He was 78. And another guy was a fever was 104. That's terrible. So like, I didn't get all that, which I'm very lucky. I just got the heart, which is my thing. So what am I trying to tell you? So I go to my doctor and my blood. So I get all these checkups and I tell him all about the COVID, right? This was like a week ago. And my blood pressure was like 155 over like, I don't know, fucking you know, 99 or something. My new blood pressure was 128 over 83, which is pretty damn good. Like you might be 120 over 80. My oxygen was 99. Um, my pulse rate was 70. He's like, your liver was inflamed two years ago. Your liver is like, your levels are incredible. Your prostate's good. Like, like they did all these tests, you know, so I'm feeling pretty fucking good, right? And he's like, we're just waiting on this one heart test, but your heart is, you know, pretty good. It just has these, these, these episodes. And so I said, oh, okay. So he said, so let me ask you a question because it records everything. Right? I have a like kind of a battery that records everything. So he says, when did you have... Did you, did you, he says, he says, did you have a bad day on the, on the COVID? And I said, yes, I did. And he said, well, how bad was it? I said, I just felt like my fucking heart, my heart was like 41. And he goes, how long did it last? And I said, it lasted a while, like for most of the day. And he's like, yeah. He goes, well, you had an eight hour episode on December 28th. And I was like, that's it. He's like, yep. He's like, you felt like shit, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know, I have it all recorded here for about eight hours. You were, you were, you were struggling with, you know, keeping in rhythm. And I was like, dude. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, now the question is, did the COVID make it worse? Or did you just have an episode like you have had, but you haven't had this one in a long time. That's long. I've had them like for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour and a half two hours here. One hour. So I have had them for a couple hours, but whatever I had with this, it felt way worse. So he's like, look, it, the COVID could have spurned it on. I don't know. Or he's like, you could have just had your episode during an inopportune moment with it. And he's like, it's interesting because maybe your COVID wasn't that bad or maybe it attacked this and made it worse. And he's like, I don't know. We have to, this is something that we should, you know, I'm going to write this in the, the stuff and present this data. And obviously, something you don't want to fuck around with. Now, what if I had the, the vax? Would I have been better? I don't fucking know. I could have had an enlarged heart or could have never, never. I have no idea. I already have enough shit. I'm putting some foreign thing in my body, which everyone says so much weird shit about. No one's like, it's amazing. Then I'm just like, I'll just fucking play right now, right? He's like, well, the good news is you should be good for, you know, four to six months. And if you're careful, and he's like, hopefully we're going to hit this fucking herd immunity. And he's like, this, he said this, many other people said, he said, this could be nature's vaccine. Like this could give us all this natural immunity and, you know, possibly we could be fight off a lot of variants. And he's like, look, the vaccine doesn't fight this variant. The vaccine doesn't, this is for this variant. This is for this variant. He's like, it's like new variants could come out and just keep fighting it. So the good news is all of these different things that I had wrong were getting better. 
The interesting news is my natural problem was there on a bad day. Now, did it get made because of this or did it look, it, it didn't help. I can, I've gotten through these my whole life with that on top of it. I was like, I was fucking nervous. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, am I going to, is this going to just take my heart lower and lower and lower? No, I've never had a heart attack or none of those. I've never had those stress. You can look it up. The stress, uh, I don't know, enzymes, whatever. You can look to see if you had a heart attack or pre-heart attack. I never had that. Knock on wood. So the good news is, is I feel really good now. Like I feel, I didn't think I was going to, I was like, how am I going to get back to 100%? How am I going to lift things? I'm going to move. And so when I've been moving, I've been doing it all myself because I have OCD and I'm fucking, because I don't, no one wants to work. I don't trust people. They break your shit. I don't want people around me, breathing on me. And then also I had this weird, like it's therapy, you know, like my friend told me, I was like, it's therapy for you. And it's like, everyone was telling me, you know, you don't want to overexert yourself, but you want to work out and get your fucking air and start fucking just pounding all the fucking vitamins you can and just kind of breathe out through this thing. And I did. I was walking the stairs with furniture and this and that and plates. And I was like, and weirdly, it was like each day I'd go to bed dead tired, but I'd wake up and I feel like, fuck, I accomplished something. And I was getting stronger, like lifting furniture that it's real. Like, I know there's an episode of that Comedy Central show, Nathan, for you, where he did that as a joke, but it's real. Like, you really can, like, get, like, in good shape, like, lifting furniture. Like, I highly recommend it. It was, like, working out with a purpose. So, I feel really good. And, uh, I don't know. I did a drip. I'm going to do another drip. And I just feel that I got, you know, my energy back. I feel strong. I feel in rhythm. I mean, here's the good news with that little thing that goes in your thing, the little oxygen thing and, and all your vitals. If you feel like shit, but your vitals are good, then I'm like, okay, this is panic. Panic is in there. And I just have to know that I'm fighting against panic. But if you look down and you see like the 41, then you're like, oh, fuck. Like it's being recorded as bad. So I'm not like making this up. But to, to, to get out of jail card for me was that I knew I had this problem. So it's just like, what am I in this unknown though? But I was like, I can't go to the hospital. I'm not going to go out. What are they going to do? They can't do anything anyway. And they're just fucking going to call me names. The good news is I'm getting a good report. I just get a couple more tests. The better news is that I feel really good. I'm going to get a lot off my plate. It's been a fucking insane last two months. I'm looking forward to just doing nothing. You know, literally just doing gigs and talking on the microphone and, and working out. And that's it. Like, I'm cooking. That's it. Like, I don't want to. I'll do nothing and slowly put stuff back together. And, and you know, health is, like, super important. Like, it's always been, but now it's really important. Like, you know, if all we can try to do, we can't control it. But, you know, I feel in a weird way, maybe I, maybe I got stronger. You know, maybe it's that old thing. I know, you know whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, was I scared? Yeah. Was I scared for that long? No. Did I ever feel I was going to go to the hospital? No, but it definitely felt weird. Do I feel better? Yeah. Do I feel back? Yeah, super back, which is good. I never lost smell or any of that stuff. So, you know, maybe I was lucky. There is light at the end of this tunnel. We got to just, you know, you know, they say masks don't work. I think, I think, you know, if somebody sneezes, it's pretty good to have a mask on and different stuff like that. But like I said, I smelled a fart. Once I smelled a fart, I'm like, this doesn't work. And I don't know, man. We're exposed to so many viruses every day. I think the biggest thing is we got to just, Get our immune system super fucking, how would we do that, you know? But guys, 
I think 2022, we're going to come out of this darkness. I think it's going to get crazy, but it's feeling good. Like, people are just fed up, and I think it's good to fight. I might release some new shit. Who the fuck knows? You know what's up. If you like this, subscribe. If you like it and you want me to go to other places, go to my Patreon. You know, look, I'm just doing like five bucks a month. So I'm going to keep it fair. I try to put a video a week. I'm probably going to do some live interactive calls or whatever they say, Q&A. Subscribe, notify, hit the bell, do all this stuff. Go to my podcast on Anchor. It's on Anchor. We can go Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. Appreciate you guys. Be safe. Laugh, eat well, don't take anything personally. Peace.